Greetings, everyone. This is Morning Eggnog. My name is James. With me as always, Caleb. Good morning, everybody. Um, we have not recorded in a long time because uh, he's not telling the truth. What? We it's have recorded. We've been recording. We've a been recording. We haven't we've recorded been a podcast. Pod. Yes, we have. It's just we have some stuff in the works. Yes, we're working on a different series. Uh, it's more of a visual thing, so it is uh, on a. That it's, doesn't it'll, sound it'll, good. It'll be running around. I know. It's more of a visual thing. It's more of a visual. You guys will just have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Caleb and I talked about uh, what we're going to talk about today. And uh, we both realized that uh, we both have very animal-centric stories. We usually today. do. And what I realized is both of my stories would be very sad if they were humans. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that and you'll understand why. So, Caleb, do you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Um, we're actually going to do our human part of the story, and then we'll get into the animals in just a little bit. Uh, the U.S. Navy latest Virginia-class attack submarine. Which What is a Virginia-class? Is it the size of Virginia? Uh, that would be interesting. And terrifying. And terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's a submarine. A sub- it's Virginia, but underwater. <laughs> <laughs> We can't go very far because there's only so many places. It's all this, just a really, it's like any, any, 15 feet tall and how wide would that be? <laughs> it's only 15 feet tall. Hey, come on. <laughs> Anybody who's in the Navy is like, they're making fun of this really. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, because if it was the depth of a submarine. of a Well, not, well, yeah, that's probably true. 15 feet is probably realistic. Not quite. Um, but yeah, if we know it was, a lot about boats. If it was and the depth, underwater boats, if it was the depth of a submarine and the width of Virginia, it'd be pretty, pretty cool. That'd be legit. You, there's only so many places you could probably go, though. Like no. the Suez Canal is out of the question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody can go through there. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Anyways, uh, the submarine, the Colorado. Went into service for, uh, this is about 19, or 2018 is when this article was written. Went into service from the Naval Submarine Base. It comes with a unconventional piece of equipment, an Xbox controller, according to US Today, USA Today. The Navy said in September that the new submarine would come equipped with a pair of photo, I was going, I was like, oh, I got this, photonics masts which replaced the previously used periscope. The mast features high-resolution cameras that can rotate 360 degrees and feed their imagery to the monitors. Which, that sounds really cool. Well, because if you... Th- did you ever have a little periscope? Oh, yeah. Just yeah, the little, little like... little one mirrored thing? 12 inches tall, and you could, like, peek around corners Imagine having stuff. one that has high-def video and can stick out of the water. Yeah. That'd be so dope. And have 360 degrees that you can just sit at a computer instead of being like... But the, I mean, it kind of loses its... Um, I don't know how what the French word is, but awesomeness. You know, of standing there, at, you know, in the middle <laughs> of the ship. <laughs> oh, <laughs> periscope. Beep. Well, you know, that probably Wait. doesn't sound like an annoying child screaming, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Wait. <laughs> well, you heard my... No- <laughs> I heard it. I'm wondering, does, did a periscope sound like that? Um, I'm assuming not. Uh, okay, if anybody's out there that has been on a submarine, please let us know because we're sorry. 
Oh, crap. We did it again. We say sorry a lot. We we apologize to get preemptively uh, ahead of the game. Yes, yeah, so we try to stay ahead of the uh, ahead of the uh, trolls, I guess. Yeah, all the trolls we have. Um, <laughs> masts, periscopes, cameras, ship controls. Ah, feed their imagery to monitors and a ship's control room. Initially, the masts were controlled with a helicopter-style stick. But those were dis- described as heavy and clunky and were swapped out with an Xbox 360 controller. And see, Caleb posted about this on his Facebook. It was from Gaming in My DNA. I love them. They're really and I, good. I read it. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of does sense. Does it talk about the money saving here? Yeah, it actually yeah. does talk about the It doesn't say how much they're saving, but it... it According to a pay- post on the internet... Yeah, go ahead. It saves so... One controller that was the clunky and whatever the helicopter heavy, style control was thirty eight thousand dollars. Yeah, it was like two thousand twenty thousand to to thirty eight thousand dollars. And an Xbox three sixty controller, especially now, is like twenty bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks. According to the Colorado's commanding officer, Commander Reed Cope, I probably butchered that. Uses an off the shelf technology saves the Navy money. While the controller is already intuitive for most of the submarine sailors, which makes perfect sense. Most Who? people in the army are young and dumb. What? I mean, <laughs> what male between 20 and 30 has not played the Xbox 360? A lot of people that I work with, they made fun of me when I talked about bringing an Xbox in. Between 20 and 30. A lot of people I work with. What? Yeah. Eh, weirdos. They, they like hunting. According to the Colorado's officer, I already read that part, the Navy isn't the first to adapt their controls to what their users are familiar with. <laughs> uh, this is interesting. We, uh, we Wired for War author P.W. Singer told PBS, in 2009, the military has taken cues from the video game industry with controllers that closely mimic the ones that control consoles. We already have this generation that's ready, already trained up in their uses. So why would we try using something different? So I thought that was really cool. I wonder if Microsoft is trying to sue them. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think, can you? Yeah, you can. Never mind. You can definitely sue the government. But Oh, yes, you can. But why would you when they're buying your product? Mm-hmm. Especially when they probably have. Well, no, I meant when they, they closely mimic them. Hmm. Well, maybe they don't actually mimic them. Maybe they just buy them straight. Because most uh, most U.S. government uses private, privately owned industries to make their stuff. Because it's not like government does anything besides buy stuff. So hmm? that's what I thought. You weren't paying any attention to me, James. I got a text message. Well, that's interesting. That's important. How soon you? I'm very confused why you're asking me this. Anyways, it's about refinancing my house, and I'm very confused on to why. Anyways. Okay. So, no, that's really interesting, and <clears throat> that sounds like I'm not interested at all. But it is. <laughs> <laughs> that is very interesting, wow. Caleb. Thank you for sharing Good today. job. Thanks for coming and just showing up. Moving on to show and tell <laughs> to something more interesting. I don't know. I think it's hilarious because the government often overcomplicates things. They're like, all right, so we have this new piece of technology where there's this. And like a 19 year old's like, hey, what if we just use an Xbox controller? Yeah. 
Like you just like so since it's a camera, you just press A and then it goes up and to go down you press B and you can move it all around and they're like That's not the way it's done, son. Oh, <laughs> uh, what do you got for us today, James? So this is where we get into the animal centric part of the podcast. Human parents feel bad for a mama bear trying to corral her cubs. A mother bear caught on video trying to coax her four rambunctious cubs across the busy Connecticut road as parents across the internet nodding in sympathy. You are about to have a a fourth child, and I can imagine that pushing along your three children at the current moment and trying to get them to go in one direction is exciting, especially during... Tri- I don't know. How was trick-or-treating this year? Did you guys go trick-or-treating? We did go trick-or-treating, and it went actually very well. I guess they are getting to an age where they're not that as hard to move yeah, they're, and there's candy involved. So they're they five and six now, and so we've trained them to you know walk in a line, walk together, don't run out in front of traffic. <laughs> Why not, Daddy? <laughs> so it's taken some time, because usually you know when they were like three and four, they'd be like... And be like, no, no, there's only two of us. <laughs> Hundreds of people responded to the four-minute video of the bear's struggles on the Winchester Police Department's Facebook page. Other videos of the bear also circulated online. Here's just a still image from the picture of... Oh, I, yes. I never had a four, but I can still relate. So glad the cars waited for them. That's... There are two types of people. Well, there's like a billion kinds of drivers. Yeah. But some of them are just like, I'm too late for work. I can't wait for this. Although I'm the guy in the back of the line, like, what are we waiting on? Yeah, pretty what much. What is this? What, what are we doing? Why is this? Yesterday I was driving through town. There's a line out of the McDonald's parking lot into the street. And so someone was stopped on the street with their turn signal on, oh waiting to get into McDonald's. And I about had a cow. That is a little ridiculous. I was talking on the phone to somebody. I was like, what are you doing, buddy? And they're like, me? I'm like, no, this guy who stopped in the middle of the road. Uh. Uh, the video taken Sunday shows the bear trying several times to get her cubs safely across the rowdy, the rowdy street, which was posted as 40, uh, 40 mile per hour speed limit as the police officers blocked traffic. <laughs> Oh, gosh. The mother bear would pick up one cub with her mouth, carry it to the grassy area on the other side, and scamper across back the road. So, uh, can you imagine trying to trust your babies from this side of the road to this side of the road? It's kind of like the... Especially when the other one's like, hey, wait, I don't want to be over here. I want to be with them. I'm alone. Ah." Exactly. So, they have to be like, mom, 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 no, go back to where you were. Oh, children are special. They're wonderful. I don't have any yet. I have this house. This is house is my child. Yeah, you have a dog that pukes on things, so that's kind of similar. Thankfully, don't curse me like that. She hasn't puked for a while. Um, you have a dog that does uh, nothing. <clears throat> She's so annoying, and she has breath. Oh, last night I was just holding her while we were talking to Olivia, and she kept farting. <laughs> and it was like, dog farts are so putrid. Yeah. They are. Oh, my gosh. I was like, what did you get into? <laughs> like, I was just talking to Olivia, and then my face would just go like... <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like... Can't you smell it? It hasn't gotten to you yet. Run! <laughs> Save yourself! It's like white phosphorus. <laughs> ah, she's using chemical warfare. <laughs> she doesn't even know what she's doing. Stupid blind dog. <laughs> Oh, animals are fun. Speaking of which, March 30th, 
a Washington State woman said her 19-pound cat. <laughs> Wait, that took way too long to keep. What? 19-pound cat. <laughs> Is there a picture of this cat? No. Unfortunately, but if you think about it, how much does a turkey weigh? Like a big turkey weighs like 20 pounds. <laughs> 19 <laughs> he has to look it up. How big is a 19-pound cat? I'm just going to look up a 19-pound cat. <laughs> hey, I found the story. Oh, there There's a picture go. of it. Yeah, nice. If it'll load. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh dang. <laughs> That's a great image, too. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay. Let me get let it get him with his leg up in the air. He's there. Looking, I'm looking my my nuts here. What's going on? Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're just fat shaming the heck out of a cat. What's wrong with that? Because <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, anyways, the woman said her 19 pound cat was missing for 28 <laughs> days. Oh, he probably lost some weight. Good guy. Before before being found in a place. She never considered the portly feline could fit. I'm just going to hold it there for now. We're going to continue on because that, that gives away the whole story. Caitlin <sighs> said that the house next door was vacant and under construction when Piper, her 19-pound <laughs> tuxedo cat, went missing from her house. Caitlin said she put up flyers and searched the area, but there was no sign of Piper. Now, we have had cats just leave, and it's oh, sad yeah. because... The story goes, they always leave to die. That's that's the story. Is they they we had a, a really old cat who just disappeared, and I don't know it, I don't know if it's an old wives' tale or what, but I've always been told that cats like to die alone. Okay, that's interesting. I, something I've always been told. <laughs> They're suicidal. They just walk or out they in go, cars, or they go that hide in your wall and die. Ah, <laughs> don't do that, cat. Or your attic. They're like. Well, my family loves me, but I don't want to have them watch me die. So I'm just going to go somewhere where I'll die and then they can smell me later. I saw another cat versus dog meme, which was gives a homeless dog a piece of bread. I'm your friend forever. Takes care of a cat for years and years. I belong to no one. <laughs> it's true. Uh, she said that the 28 days that 28 days later, That's after really her new time. neighbors, I know it's a really long time for a cat to be gone. Had moved into the home, one of them told her they had been hearing meowing inside their home for about five days. Okay, first off, if you heard meowing in your house, don't you think you would start searching? Meow. Meow. Maybe our house is haunted by a cat. I don't know. That's because I. Maybe they thought it was like they left a window open or something. I don't know. They heard meowing. What kind of wind? <laughs> well, if you leave your window open, there's cats across the street. Or there's cats around. They're meowing. You would. I don't know. Five. Yeah, these people are dumb. It's five days without without searching. Um, the neighbors invited Caitlin to come search their home. Hey, we heard cat. You want to come search through our house? See well, if you can find they probably your cat? saw her flyers. That's true. And but she found. No, <laughs> yeah, she found the feline stuck. And the fireplace dampener. Up on the rooftop. Clap, clap, clap. No, it was like down inside because the dampener's that part down inside. Well, I'm saying Santa Claus. Oh, Santa Claus. <laughs> hey, he's jolly and fat. So, exactly. right, jolly old soul. 
<laughs> he wasn't jolly at that point in yeah, time. He's a cat. He's never jolly. <laughs> Let's be real here. Oh, there's so many places we could go with that, but we're not going to. She's a big cat, and I didn't think she could fit down the chimney. <laughs> I mean, oh gosh, we were cracking ourselves up way too much. I know. Caitlin told uh, CEPR TV, "I didn't want to get my hopes up too much. It was always kind of in my head that possibly she wasn't coming back." But I still f- had the feeling that she wasn't really gone. The entire month of February. Pretty much. Yeah, almost a month. Caitlin took Piper to the veterinarian, who said that the cat was dehydrated <laughs> and had lost seven pounds during the time well, she was missing. So apparently cats can live without water for a really long time. Well, because we only can supposedly live about seven days. Yeah, considering it's Washington State, there was probably a lot of rain coming in. <laughs> That's so mean. I know. That's really funny. <laughs> That poor animal. Just. (laughs) Well, that's the thumbnail. Um, (laughs) But it's just rain coming down, hitting. (laughs) Hitting that poor cat. I'm glad it was found and wasn't dead. Yes. Then we wouldn't be laughing. It'd be just a sad story (laughs) and we wouldn't have brought it up because it's sad. Welcome to Morning Eggnog, the morbid side. (laughs) Well, we did talk about how you can save people's skin. (laughs) Yes, but that's on purpose. <laughs> Gross. But yeah. In uh, and the, and the person, never mind. I'm just going to stop. It's just, uh, No, it, no, you've got a point. Continue. Okay. That makes me sound like a serial killer, though. I know. We, we both do constantly. <laughs> we both sound like serial call- killers. Killers. Yeah. Well, we talk about how many people's houses we've been in this week all the time. What? Do we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in this one lady's house. Oh, she yes. <laughs> I guess we do t- We do mention our customers a lot. <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out whether I should read the headline or not. No, we're just going to start the story. All right. Those are my favorite. Matt Loudon said he was packing his groceries into his car in a parking lot of an Anchorage Costco when Raven swooped in and to steal a short rib from his cart. The Anchorage Daily News reported Friday. It, I literally took 10 steps away, turned around, two ravens came down and instantly grabbed one, of, one out of the package, ripped it off, and flew, flew with it, Loudon said. I would be ticked. I would be too. Loudon said the piece of meat was about four to seven inches. A pretty large, sizable piece of meat for a sizable bird. They know what they're doing. It's not their first time, Loudon said. <laughs> They're very fat, so I think that they have a whole system here. <laughs> they have a whole system. <laughs> <laughs> Once he got back, he noticed that one of the ravens had taken a poke at another rib, but did not take it. I cut the piece of meat out and started marinating it, and my wife said, that's gross, we should take it back. <laughs> Loudon said Costin, Costin, Costco actually took it back and gave him a full refund, even hey. after marinating. Even after marinating. Additional raven theft sightings have emerged on social media. My parents were minding their business after a shop and made it home last week with one less steak, Kimberly said. Wrote on Facebook, the bird snatched it right out of the pack in the parking lot. You know, those are some brave birds because this is Alaska where everybody's carrying. Oh, yeah. Anchorage (laughs) resident Tamara Josie replied to the Waller's post referring to the raven's as calculating. Ooh. She said ravens hovered 
hovered her in her attempt to hovered? Anyways. Yeah, they were like hovering over yeah, her. Yeah, hovered her in an attempt to steal her groceries. I had two ravens, one on the... S- <laughs> this is like a horror story. Have you ever seen the movie The Birds? This is probably how it started. Yeah. I had two ravens. One was on the car next to me and kept squawking really loud, Josie said. He would sit on the car and stare at me <laughs> and then hop to the next of the bed of the truck on the other side of me and kept going back and forth. The, <laughs> the other raven was on the ground and he kept trying to pull. I had those little mini melons that you get from the mesh baggies. Mm-hmm. He kept trying to grab the netting and pull the melons off the cart. Uh, uh, yeah. A raven started to fly a circle around Josie until she got them to scram. I was waiting for another opportunity to grab melons off the cart, but <laughs> could you imagine being scared of a bird? I'm scared of birds too because they're really creepy. They peck your eyes out. But <laughs> <laughs> They peck your eyes out. I was waiting for another opportunity to grab the melons off the cart, but they never were deterred, she said. They just kept st- they just stayed posted, waiting for the next opportunity to steal it from my cart. Oh my gosh. They are very dedicated to their mission, she added. A manager at the Anchorage Costco declined to comment <laughs> to the newspaper about the, ra- the raven thefts. Could you imagine how slow the news day must be for the Anchorage news to be like, well, we haven't had any polar bear not well, maulings uh, today. Uh, Jim, uh, go take. We got a we got a couple of reports of this bird. Mm-hmm. These birds. Go talk to the manager there. The manager's like, I have like stuff to do, guys. And, well, <clears> it <throat> is Alaska, so there probably isn't a whole lot going on. <laughs> the Anchorage Abduction <laughs> Society. <laughs> what tallies the raven population? Not abduction. Whatever. And every December, <laughs> the, abdu- <laughs> the raven abduction. <laughs> A U D U B O. This is a large problem in Alaska. We have birds getting <laughs> stolen all the time. The group reported 923 common ravens in 2018, 621 in 2019, and 750 in 2020. Well, ravens are actually, I think they are one of the most intelligent birds. Like they're very, very, very smart, as I recall. I don't know that for sure. I'm just guessing, but I've heard. They are pretty smart, according to... Yeah, I've heard the same thing. According to Rick Sinnott, a former wildlife biologist with the State Department of Fish and Game, said hundreds of ravens fly to Anchorage in the winter for food. After winter turns into spring, most ravens leave, Sinnott said. But before they do, the ravens stick around to pluck assorted meats and fruits and vegetables. So if you're ever in Alaska, in Anchorage, beware. For years, decades, they've watched people in the parking lots of grocery stores with all of this food, it said. That looked delicious. They know what a piece of fruit looks like in a grocery cart because they've seen it on the ground or seen it in a garment can. Bum, bum, bum. They are watching. That's actually pretty creepy. We're gonna have to do that from now on with him. Oh, that was lame. Mine sounds stupid. You must have the perfect pitch.
<laughs> we are so easily entertained. <laughs> I've played Apex with you. Yeah. Look at this guy running around. <laughs> Anywho. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, be sure to check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Podbean. And go watch us on YouTube if you want to see our lovely faces. Yes, and watching James knock down lights. And James watching watching knock down lights. I had a stroke. Um, <laughs> be sure to email us at morningeggnog at gmail ta- gmail.com. <laughs> gmail time. <laughs> gmail it's time. Gmail time. Whoop, whoop. Boots, 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 boots. <laughs> If you want to, if you have any topics you want us to cover, if you want to be on the podcast, or if you have any green screen suggestions, you can message us on Facebook or Instagram or email us at morningeggnog at gmail.com. I think I'm hilarious. Gmail.com. Have a one. Try to end this. Sorry. Today's going to be a great Thursday. Have a wonderful morning, (laughs) noon, and night. See ya! (laughs) 